0: Previously unrecognised areas of the human genome have been found to significantly increase the risk of coronary artery disease. The investigators used the latest microchip technology to analyse half a million genetic variations and showed that if the variations occurred in certain areas or loci of the genome, they increased an individual's chance of developing the disease. The good news is that catching these individuals early on could delay or even prevent the disease by using targeted prevention and improved therapies. Nilash Samani started by telling me why knowing there's a familial basis for this disease is not enough and means that other potentially vital risk factors have previously been missed.
1: The familial basis of coronary artery disease has been recognised for more than a century. But what we haven't really been able to identify very well is which genes there are which increase your risk. And what we've done in this study is that we took individuals from families, initially recruited for the first part of the study in the UK, and then a second German study, where we taken an individual who had a very strong familial basis for coronary heart disease. And we had control patients who did not have such a history, and we did this genome-wide chip, looking at half a million variants, and then compared the two groups to see if particular variants were more common in the disease group, versus the controls.
0: And so what did you find?
1: When you look at half a million different variants, if you just apply a simple statistical test where you say that a p-value of less than 0.05 is significant, then you're going to pick hundreds of you know, thousands of them up, which are just spurious. So you have to apply a particularly high level of stringency in attributing whether something is causal or not. We found several variants, several loci, where we found a very strong statistical signal, a p-value of less than 10 to the minus 6. But even that, in a study where you're looking at half a million variants, is not necessarily sufficient proof that the variant is associated with risk. We were very fortunate that we had colleagues in Germany from the Universities of Lübeck and Regensburg, and they did an identical genome-wide association study using the same chip. And what was good is that we could combine the results of the two studies in various ways to identify those that were truly likely to be positive.
0: And whereabouts were you finding some of these significant loci?
1: In the UK study, we found 10 loci which seemed to be very significant, and when we looked at the same loci in the German study, the three of them seemed to be replicated. One was on chromosome 9, one on chromosome 2, and one on chromosome 6. What we then did, we also combined the results of the two studies together, pulled the data, and we found another four loci, which also seemed to increase the risk significantly. So those, these seven loci that we've identified, we feel are, have the strongest evidence.
0: If somebody has one of these variants at these loci, what's the probability that they may go on to then develop coronary artery disease?
1: What we found was that for many of these risk variants at these loci, they're very common in the population, We're present in 30-40% of the population. And for each of these loci, the risk, if you carry one copy of that, seemed to increase by between 20 and 35% so if you create two copies then it will be increased by 40 to 70 percent. So that's not a huge increase in risk but for each one is substantial and because they are very common variants then the effect it has on the population or the public health is quite large.
0: Now you found one locus on chromosome 9 that seemed to be significant in both the German and the study here in the UK. So what do you think might be important about that locus for coronary artery disease?
1: The exciting thing about it, from a research perspective, is that it's not in a gene that we know anything about. Indeed, the signal is outside any known genes. And we don't really know what the mechanism is. We can speculate things because there are some genes nearby which make cells divide. And those obviously are important in development of the plaque in the vessel wall. But if there's a mechanism, that would be new and not something that we've been tackling in terms of trying to create treatments for heart disease. So we need to work out the mechanism as we do for the other loci we found as well. But those are going to potentially open up new ways of treating things.
0: With regards to future treatments, I mean, this is obviously early days. You're just going through the genomes trying to find areas that might be relevant. But what's the next step really in going towards turning this into something more clinical?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there are three things that I can see emerging from this sort of data. The first is obviously the ability to predict those who are at a higher risk. That allows you to target preventative measures much more precisely. So if those people are at an increased risk genetically, you take much more care of their cholesterol level. You may advise them about physical activity. If they have mildly elevated blood pressure, you would be much more aggressive in treating it. You know, What's called targeted preventative measures can be applied to these people. The ultimate hope for this sort of data is that because the mechanisms appear so new, if you can understand how these variants and the genes that they are related to increase your risk, how they work, then of course that opens up new opportunities for developing very specific treatments which we currently don't have.
0: That was Professor Nilesh Samani from the Department of Cardiology at the University of Leicester. Professor Samani would also like to mention his project collaborators at the University of Leeds and crucial support from the British Heart Foundation and the Wellcome Trust. For the Audio Journal of Medicine, I'm Anna Lacey.